Bart Life Living, a podcast about the life of a 20-something, the fuck-ups and learnings and real-life inspiration, how you can make the very most out of your 20s. Hello guys and welcome back. I'm super excited about this episode. We're going to be talking about love and relationships and how I went from being a miserable single to in a happy relationship. I just came back from a trip in Ireland. If you don't know me personally, I'm actually half Irish. I lived there for eight years. So you might hear a little twinge of my Irish accent coming through. But as my friend said, it comes through more when I'm talking to Irish people it's quite funny but in this episode we're going to be talking about how single life is in your 20s and I'm in a very loving relationship right now but that definitely was not always the case so this is dedicated to all of you 20-somethings who are maneuvering the world of tinder are sick of our non-committal generation and who might want to find love pretty soon. You will hear about my experience as a singleton in my early 20s, also why I think it's good to be single sometimes and to spend some time alone and I think everyone should at some stage in their lives. Dealing with rejection over and over again, how difficult it is and what helped me to get over it and also how I changed my attitude towards relationships overall, how I got clear on what I wanted in a relationship and what I don't. Stopped putting up with the bullshit and started uh, receiving the respect that every one of you also deserves and how I stopped taking myself and things so seriously. And in the end, met the partner of my dreams enjoy guys and let me know what you think by dropping a comment on instagram underneath my picture or on my blog www.thelivylife.com if you enjoyed the podcast quarter life living be sure to leave me a review in the app store and to follow because i will be releasing an episode every two weeks and you don't want to miss a thing Hello guys and welcome back. I'm super excited to be talking about this topic today because this is um, something I struggled for for quite a few years in my 20s and I was very very frustrated. A frustrated single (laughs) and um, I feel like a lot of you out there might be struggling with this especially because being in your 20s or mid-20s is this weird time where people are either in super serious relationships like starting to get engaged or married or they're like together for ages and are breaking up or yeah you're just um, on the single market and nobody wants to commit to a relationship So it's quite a weird time and there are a lot of struggles you go through as a single in your 20s, I think. And um, yeah, so I I wanted to get into like share my experience. 
So I actually became single just before I hit my 20s. I went through what I would have considered quite a tough breakup for me at that time. At the time, my then boyfriend kind of broke up with me from one day to the next. I really wasn't expecting it. And I had a big, huge heartbreak um, and struggled with it for a long time. Um, I will never forget like the feeling of literally like somebody had ripped my chest open and probably know what I mean you know this horrible clenchy feeling in your chest and yeah I was just in physical pain and there's this empty pit in your stomach that just doesn't seem to go away if you've been through a breakup and I know that most of us have a heartbreak um that's how it feels but um that's just pain I think we need to go through and also that teaches us a lot like valuing someone who is there for you later on um yeah so I struggled with that for quite some time um even get getting through that pain and I also had a lot of like self-destructing thoughts I was very low on confidence and that affected my encounters with um, men I would say as well and that goes for for everyone not just Uh, women (laughs) and um, yeah so I was yeah freshly single Um, I just started kind of studying like um, six months before that so I really kind of just focused on studying and getting getting my studies done I started working and stuff um, but it definitely still affected me for quite some time Things only started going uphill when I actually decided to do my semester abroad in Australia. That was kind of one of those life-changing moments for me. I will never forget it. Um, Basically because I moved from Ireland to Austria and I found it quite hard to study in German. So my grades went from being very, very high performer at school to really really shit at uni and that was very tough for me as well because I was always a good student and then I went from being really good to really shit so my grades were actually quite shit and I was feeling quite shitty about like not passing exams stuff and having to repeat but something, um, I had met a couple of exchange students and something inside me said, okay, Olivia, I think it's time to do a semester abroad. And I saw this opportunity and it kind of gave me hope. So I said, okay, I really want to go abroad. I really want to study abroad next semester. And to do so, I had to pass an exam. So I studied my absolute arse off for this exam and I passed it it was one of the most difficult exams in my whole um, education but I passed it it was great and then I got to apply and as I said many people kind of said oh it's so hard to get into and I don't know if you're going to make it in and stuff and I said you know what I'm just going to try and I'm so glad I tried because I did get in and I will never forget it because it was such a triumphant feeling of like, see, I can do it. Like you just have to believe in yourself and don't always listen to what other people say because often that comes from their fears. 
And that's one thing I want to get back to, um, which I already said I would be talking about, which is the perks of being single and the positive sides. And I think once I got over this low phase, I really decided, okay, I'm going to focus on myself. I started doing a lot more exercise. I even did this before Australia and I started working more. I did like part-time jobbing. Um, yeah, basically did a lot more of my hobbies and yeah you can just kind of up and leave and do whatever you want which you can't do when you're in a relationship um as much as I love being in a relationship but it's just one of the things that you have someone else to take into consideration whereas when you're single um you have no nobody else um to kind of check things with and you can just go travel the world or go on an exchange or whatever and you don't have anyone to take into consideration I think it's good for everyone to be single for a while I know some people are kind of hopping from one relationship to the next and I think maybe it doesn't happen on purpose but I think it might be a way of kind of avoiding to deal with yourself and um, being single kind of forced me to have to take a long look at myself at what I want in life what I want in a relationship where I want to go career-wise and yeah and I think in the end that was a really really good thing because once you get kind of yourself sorted and you're happy in what you're doing in your life then uh, someone else can kind of slot in easier and um, yeah one of the most if not the most difficult things to deal with and for me to talk about here in the podcast um, is rejection rejection um is something you get hit with quite hard in in single life and as I said it's the number one thing why I was feeling so low after this um, breakup just before I hit my 20s because it was the first time that I was rejected it was the first time that a guy decided okay this is not right for me I'm going to break things off with you Olivia and for me it was just like what <laughs> I I don't know what this is <laughs> I I usually break up with people. <laughs> um, looking back at it now, I can laugh about it. But believe me, at the time, I was like distraught, like absolutely distraught. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's something that I had to deal with a couple of times. I mean, um, people don't like to talk about it or you don't want to be real about it, but... Um, yeah, there was just some situations where I would have liked for a relationship to develop and maybe some situations where the other person sitting across from me wanted a relationship to develop. And that is something very hard to deal with because, yeah, sometimes you just can't help your feelings or how things work out and, oh my God, relationships and whether they work out or not depends on so many things. First of all, I think it's timing, like... And whether these two people are in the right mind frame at that time, like everybody carries their own little baggage, like that comes from previous relationships or fucked up relationships or half-assed relationships. And um, unfortunately, 
we bring that baggage with us and that's why sometimes we mess up in the process of like getting to know each other because we're too scared of getting hurt again or yeah we just can't emotionally deal with this right now or is there something else going on in in one person's life like a family member is sick or they're focusing on their career it can be so many things so I guess one of the biggest learnings was that it's not all got to do with you in most cases it has nothing to do with you it has something to do with the person sitting across from you or what's going on in their life or the timing is just not right I guess you just become more resilient <laughs> um, yeah it, it always is like a punch in the stomach when something doesn't work out and I I felt I remember crying over some guy in my bed <laughs> like texting my girlfriends and being like why is this happening all the time to me and like what's wrong with me and whatever and um but something like a voice inside me was like first of all I have so much love to give and there has to be someone out there who wants to receive it. I was like, I have this huge heart and I don't know where to put the love. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking that and I was like, where am I going to put the love? Um, I think I put some of the love like towards myself then. But on the other hand, there was something inside me being like, I believe there is someone out there and I believe that, yeah, and it took me a while to get there to actually believe that because yeah you can get so caught up in the single world and when you're especially when you're chatting to your single friends and you're like men are so shit and this is so shit and everything's so shit <laughs> and you really get like caught up in this negativity spin and it's like a an evil circle um but something inside me was like hey I believe there's someone out there. I believe in good relationships. And yeah, that's something I want to get into now as well. It's like how I kind of shifted my whole mindset when it came to relationships and how I dealt with it. And um, I think it really contributed to the fact as to why I met my now partner. So first of all, I got quite clear on are very clear on what I want in a relationship and what I want in a partner and what I did is I actually wrote it down and like wrote it down to the tiniest detail so I don't know what's important to me is that um, my partner is like sporty and ath athletic because I like doing stuff outside and being on the go and I think that's something that I really enjoy doing with my partner and um, yeah so that's just one of the things but I don't know they have to be like loving respectful um, caring they also have to like be very proactive in in the household I guess and like share responsibility um, I don't know I can't think of everything right now but um I'm a very family oriented person so that was one of the things as well like somebody who values family so I wrote all those things down on a piece of paper and I definitely recommend doing it you feel super weird doing it at first you're like 
what if someone reads this like and thinks I'm a crazy person? Nobody's gonna read it. You can burn it afterwards if you want. Uh, writing things down on paper is like a way of manifesting stuff in your life. It's amazing. It's insane. It's so simple. But like just writing stuff down, um, first of all, helps you to get clear on what's important and what not. And um, yeah, helps you to manifest that in your life. So I wrote down um, who I wanted to meet and what kind of person I could see myself being in a serious relationship with. That also helps to be clear on when somebody else comes along and you see kind of a character trait or sometimes even a visual trait where you're like, no, that's not on my list. And and I know that sounds a bit cray cray, but like it just helps you to be like, no, this is not what I want and kind of filter out before even giving the next guy a chance and this is something I did in my single life and I definitely wouldn't do again I was very passive in ways I was kind of like oh we'll see like this guy comes along and like giving a lot of guys chances where my gut feeling was also like no I don't think this one but I was like we'll give him a chance we'll give him a chance (laughs) Anyway, that didn't work out. (laughs) Uh, Your gut feeling is usually right. And uh, that was definitely one of the learnings as well. Just go with your gut feeling. Like if your gut is saying like, no, this guy is not going to be good for me. Learn how to listen to that because holy God, it's always right. I also changed like my attitude towards relationships in general. I remember especially at the beginning where I was feeling like super low and angry about like being rejected and stuff um seeing other couples made me actually like super angry and I was like oh look at this couple like in this bus snogging ew but instead of like being so jealous or like like yeah Deep down, it's a feeling of jealousy and you might not want to admit that to yourself, but it's a feeling that comes from jealousy. And um, instead, I started being happy for those people who are in happy relationships around me. And I was like, hey, if they can make it work and if they can find someone, that's freaking awesome for them. And they have their partner. Why shouldn't I be able to find someone for myself? as well so I think it was nice to actually look at like my friends or even like friends of my granddad's who I still admire my grandparents friends in Ireland um they're such a cute couple and they're like grandma and grandpa and um just looking at these couples and being like they are so happy together I want that too and to focus kind of more on the positive things and as I said you can kind of get wound up like focusing on the negatives like how shit the dating world is and how shit every guy or woman out there is and you're being treated like shit but once you focus on like a lot of people are also in happy relationships some are even in shitty relationships so any relationship should not be the end goal here um 
But yeah, just focusing on the nice stuff and looking at happy couples. And that really gave me kind of the inspiration, I guess, to be like, hey, I want that too. I also just kind of stopped putting up with the bullshit. And this is something I kind of forgot to mention beforehand. But as I said, um, one of the things that I did I took a long, hard look at what I was doing in my life at that stage when it came to relationships or possible relationships or whatever, because I was like, hey, Olivia, you know, you've been single for quite some time now. Maybe it's something that you're doing wrong. So it's quite easy to point fingers and be like, everything is shit, like the dating word is shit and stuff but what about yourself like is there anything you're doing to kind of manipulate yourself and one of those things is just as I said giving guys a chance where I already had this feeling that things weren't gonna work out or they were treating me like shit like they weren't I don't know texting back or texting when they had time or yeah any any stuff like that um and by you entertaining this kind of behavior it's you accepting it so I very quickly became um quicker in like determining like I don't like this behavior I don't want to be with a person who treats me like this this is not going to work out see you later and um that's something you definitely need to learn and be like you know what I'm not going to put up with this if you don't want to have anything serious or if you're not interested that's fine but I do so let's move on and it's up to you to kind of set boundaries when it comes to that kind of stuff as well and I don't I don't always judge people for not treating other people right because I definitely also probably treated people wrong in my single life as well and that comes from being hurt by other people sometimes or just not being aware of it um yeah love is one of those things where you just can't you can't say like okay this guy ticks all the boxes I really should love him but if you don't like what what are you gonna do about it um so yeah I also had had some situations where I was like okay that wasn't okay Olivia um but it's also up to you to kind of set a boundary and be like no I don't I don't want that in my life one more thing I did in the end was actually that I didn't take things or myself so seriously anymore I got like very hung up on this whole topic of being single and I need to get it sorted and whatever and as I said what really helped with that is just focusing on yourself and your goals and your life and like if you're doing good like it's so amazing when I'm doing stuff that I'm happy with in my life like this podcast all of a sudden you start attracting people like not just love interests or whatever but people who want to work with you or who want to just chat with you and exchange ideas and when you start like doing your own thing and being happy with what you're doing and I know it's so cliche and sometimes you don't know how to do that but um yeah 
for me it was just basically starting sport um you might have already heard me talk about like coming off the pill that was a huge thing for me because I felt like I was kind of doing it to keep um, to keep men happy a little bit I suppose and also because I was scared of getting pregnant but if you listen back to my latest episode about contraception and how I stopped taking the pill and stuff you will understand more but that that definitely was something I did for myself and that changed my life hugely because I lost a lot of weight I gained a lot of confidence and stuff so yeah and I stopped taking stuff so seriously and myself so seriously and I was like hey you know what I'm just gonna go on a couple of dates and um, see what happens I just actually went out with these guys to have a chat we just had a chat over a cup of tea and nothing no funny business and that was so kind of liberating to take that that out of it um yeah I think I just stopped taking things so seriously and I was like it will work out I will find someone it will be fine (laughs) and that can be easier said than done but um, I think all these like mini steps you do can can help with that and I have to say one thing I do want to mention because it did help and I wouldn't feel right not mentioning it I actually reduced the amount of alcohol I drank um not saying that I'm an alcoholic or anything but that's just the way alcohol is it can make us do stupid things we wouldn't do when we're sober and you're just more rational when you're more sober um so I actually did for a couple of months like turn it down a notch in the alcohol and just to make sure I really make true decisions that are aligned with where I want to go and where I want to be and stuff so yeah I wanted to throw that in there as well because let's be real alcohol can make us make stupid decisions when it comes to guys and women so shortly after that I actually met my partner it didn't actually end up being that long um but I mean it was it was four years getting there a lot of fuck-ups and learnings and I feel like in the end like the process kind of accelerated quite quickly um but our meeting was quite unconventional like it wasn't anything special but um I think it did happen for a reason like anything does in life um we met through my ex-flatmate um just went to a house party and met him there and yeah we met that night and went on a couple of dates after that started texting and stuff and hit things off from there there on up but one thing we did notice or talk about in the very beginning we went for a walk um around the ninth district in Vienna and we both kind of said like not even not even just talking about us but in general we were like okay we're sick of the bullshit we're looking for something serious and not saying that it would necessarily be the two of us getting together but which ended up happening anyway but um, we were both quite clear on like we don't want any more bullshit we don't want a half-ass relationship 
And I think that's just, as I said, that was timing. And that's what it also comes down to. So yeah, guys, that was my story of being single and how I kind of managed through struggling as a single and dealing with rejection and stuff. I hope you enjoyed it. At the end of these episodes, I would like to get into what I would tell my 20-year-old self if I could go back to her. So what I would say to my 20-year-old self about being single and single life and maneuvering the world of Tinder is this. You are more than this breakup or this person or whatever the heck is happening right now. You will find someone that loves you just the way you are and makes you feel good in the end. Just believe enjoy being single take this time to focus on yourself to find out what you want in life in your career and in love stop putting up with the bullshit and demand the respect you deserve get clear on what you want and what kind of relationship you want to be in and take it easy it's all gonna work it out in the end